Eat, drink, smoke, where we eat the fine food, drink the fine bourbon, smoke the fine cigars. Tony Katz, good to be with you here at Blend Bar Cigar. Indianapolis, Indiana. They're in Pittsburgh. They're in Houston. They're in Nashville. We're in Indianapolis, so we come here. Fingers Malloy is here. April D. Gregory, back from her time working at a Ukrainian gas company, <laughs> is here as, as well. Um, so rich, I don't even know why I'm here now. Uh, right? Just so much cash. I need you guys. Pouring right off the table that they still can't get. They still don't even think that that's wrong. You can't. Nobody gets that gig. The only reason Hunter has that gig is because of dad. They won't admit it. They won't get to it. We're going to get to all that in a second, including uh, place your bets on anything new that could possibly happen with impeachment. But we are reviewing and fingers. You need a drink. There were many technical issues. Many, many. This is the Nika Coffee Malt Whiskey. N-I-K-K-A. And then C-O-F-F-E-Y. So not coffee. This is not a coffee thing whatsoever. It's just the name. Nika Coffee is what it is. This is from Japan. The mash bill here is 100% malted barley. Now, they do an actual whiskey, Japanese whiskey, that it was done in American uh, oak casks. It would, it would be a bourbon. But since it's not done that way, it's not a bourbon. They, they categorize it as a whiskey. Bourbon has rules, right? 51% corn. It has to be in a first-use American charred oak uh, cask. Uh, the only way you can cut it is with water. This is all malted barley. It's an ex-bourbon cask, though, and it is 45% alcohol by a volume. So very pale uh, kind of gold on, on when you look at it. It's going to have a nose of butterscotch, a nose of vanilla, uh, and then it's going to get into malt. And I don't even know how to describe malt. I only know malt from malt balls. I don't drink enough beer to know malt. Speak fingers. How would you describe malt liquor? What are malt balls? A, a malt? Oh, the Whopper thing. Yeah, the Whoppers. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly. I was thinking mothball. <laughs> it's not it. You don't want to. You don't want to drink the fingers. Is so angry. Have you ever like like had a problem with your computer and realized the problem was it wasn't plugged in? That's basically. My best way of describing where Fingers is at right now with his technological anger. I'm trying to work you off off the ledge, son. For the record, that's not what was wrong. And I, yeah, but it's the best I could do to explain what was happening. Are you all right? You need a vacation. He just got back. <laughs> he literally flew back from Florida today, got here, and just spent an hour. My whole setup crapped the bed. Oh, crapped the bed? It crapped the bed, and I... Got off a plane from beautiful, sunny Florida to dark, dingy, cold Indianapolis, and I'm really happy to be back. <laughs> well, no, but here's the deal. Half of my Florida trip was in the on the worst place on the planet. Disney I'll World. Sta- I'll stand by that statement. We're going to get to Disney in a second because we all want to hear that story. But first, we have to drink. Take, take, a, take a whiff. Take a nose of this right here. This is going to make you happy. The Nika Coffee Malt Whiskey. No, I'm I'm not happy about this. You know why? Why? It's a Japanese whiskey. Japan coming over here, taking American jobs. It's not how it works. (laughs) So what's going on? It's not even science. We should all be upset. Oh, you're ridiculous. This is a... Now, this nose is actually a touch more medicinal than some other things that that we've done. Um... They describe it as toasted pastry. I don't get that in the slightest. Like, sometimes you'll get shortbread. Sometimes you'll get cookie. No, man. All I get is medicinal. Butterscotch medicine. That's what it smells like. All right. I'll go for that. You ready? Are you ready? Have you, are you already drinking, April? <clears throat> no, I'm not. I'm just You've wasted no waiting time. waiting an hour to All drink right. this. Settle yourself. <laughs> don't. Don't. Don't poke the bear waiting an hour. <laughs> Okay. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the first time we've all three drank at the same time. Yeah, I know, right? We usually... It's very, I don't know. <laughs> fingers goes right for the rock. Right for the cube. Malt, fruit, nuts, uh, butterscotch, vanilla on on the palate, and a finish of butterscotch and... That and whole description right there was like $10,000 pyramid. Right? Malt. <laughs> Peach. Uh... The things that are in a scotch. Come on, Betty White. Get the answer. <laughs> By the way, how old are you that you went to $100,000 pyramid? Um, I don't know about this. 
I will say this. I'm a no at $80 a bottle. Oh, get oh, out of no town. Way. I'm a no at $80 a bottle. And this might need to go on a cube. This might be good if you like Japanese whiskey. It starts out weird. Like, you don't even realize you're drinking a Japanese whiskey. But the finish, it, it, the way it hits your the back of your tongue is absolutely like a Japanese whiskey you would expect to do. Are, are, are you talking the about end, like the, the Hibiki or Suntory? We've done, we've done yeah. the Hibiki before. Uh, yeah, and I've had the Suntory also. But, yeah, so... It, it, the, the first part, you're like, oh, this is interesting. And the second part, it hits the back of your tongue. You're like, oh, yep, that's Japanese whiskey. And then at the end, you're like, Bleh. Yeah, the butterscotch is real. Everything else, I don't know about. I'm, I'm two. I'm on the cube. I'm on the cube. Now let's... Can, we, can we first place our impeachment bets? What, where, where, where would you rather be? Would you rather be at Disney or would you rather be having to uh, be a uh, stenographer at the impeachment hearing, Fingers Malloy? Oh, I would be a stenographer at the impeachment <laughs> hearing. There aren't. You can uh, drink at Disney. Did you see that part? Uh, yes, but there aren't eighty thousand people at the impeachment hearing carrying all sorts of infectious diseases. I probably have uh, measles, uh, whooping cough. Here's how this started. He walked in after being o- away for for a few days, and he says to me, Tony. He says. I have been at maybe a thousand casinos in my life. A thousand, because there aren't a thousand casinos in the country. A thousand casinos in my life. One thousand. I have never been treated so poorly as I have been at Disney. What the hell happened to you? This you were Florida treated Disney, poorly? Orlando no, no, Disney. I, I, I have not seen... Worse well, behavior they don't just, than like, I have. At, bring you booze there. You no, have to go up and get this it. This isn't about booze. This is just about human behavior. Oh yeah, people In, are people are animals. They're awful. They are so self-absorbed. I I took the damn tram from the parking area to the park. And I'm in line to get on the stupid little tram, $25 for parking. You spend $140 on a ticket to get glasses in the place. Are off. Rip one, glasses right $25 off for parking. And I'm standing in line in the Rumpelstiltskin area of the parking lot or wherever the hell. Rapunzel, that's what it was. And I go to reach. I'm first in line. I go to reach to open up the tram door. And some little insect kid runs right in front of me and grabs the handle. And I look, there's no door to the left where he came because that was the last car. He just waltzed right. And the parents just were like, oh, that's cool. People don't care about their kids, their behavior at that place. All they care about is that they're at Disney. And, oh, we're going to have our Disney experience. Well, everybody's having their Disney experience. Well, I spent $3,000 to be here. Everybody spent thousands of dollars to be at Disney. Don't let your kid... Act like a jerk. And hey, if it's not the hey, kids, hey. if it's not the kids. The kid is acting like a kid who's overstimulated at being at Disney World. And you're letting a kid affect April, your whole day. April, don't ruin great radio. <laughs> don't ruin a great podcast. Continue. Tell me more about the terrible kid fingers. If it's not the terrible kids. Oh, by the way, my kid didn't do that, April, because I raised my kid right. Oh, stop Then it. all of a sudden, you're it's, wa- it's like. 50,000 people walking around <laughs> playing Pokemon on their phone. Nobody's looking are up. Are people playing Pokemon Go at No, Disney? but that's the way it is. They it probably are because like there's probably lots of spots there. Well, it could be. I don't know. All I know is that people are just walking around looking at their phones instead of looking straight that's ahead. Everywhere. 50, yeah, when you're surrounded by 50,000 people and everybody's trying to walk and you got 50,000 people all looking at their damn cell phones instead of paying attention to where they're going, it's a mess and people are trying to take pictures and they get upset if you get anywhere near their little photo opportunity by the stupid castle. But meanwhile, you're trying to take a photo. Okay, everybody stand still for Brandy over there. She's going to take a photo. There's 50,000 people. And then you got to retake uh, it because Brandy's a chick and she needs like 14 more because the yeah, first three, t- yeah. 13 weren't taken. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then Brandy gets upset because there's somebody near the shot. I cannot believe you're poking him like this. Thousand, Seriously. 50, you said you wanted the good radio. 50,000 people. And everybody's got to stop because like Brandy's that's a low taking number. a picture. It's unbelievable. And if it's not that, it's it's just rude people that will walk right in front of you. It, there's a general pattern when you're walking down the street. You stay to the right. People are just zigzagging. Wait, wait, which way do you say? To the right. To the right. To the right. Huh. Not back and to the left. To the right. 
you go down the right-hand like side of the street. But what if you need to, like, stop in the middle of the street? And That's different. For- but when you're looking at your phone, you, you, I, I can't walk a straight line like you had 13 shots of Japanese whiskey because you're looking at your damn phone instead of paying attention to where you're going. And then on top of it, oh, you're there that wasn't for it. 12 <laughs> hours, 14 hours, you need something to eat. Oh, would you like a hot dog? That'll be $15. Do you want chili and cheese on it? Do you want mac and cheese on it? Or do you want it cold? Oh, you know what? I shouldn't ask you if you want it cold because you're going to get it cold anyway. Enjoy your $13 hot dog. Disney is the worst place on the planet. If it got firebombed tomorrow, I would not shed a tear. Wouldn't want anybody hurt. Just an innocent firebombing where the whole place is destroyed. No. That, 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 that's not a literal. That's a figurative. You just want people to get smart bombed, right? They, they all wake up smarter the next day. Because honestly, I can't have Disney coming down my, coming down my neck, man. Oh, that'd be great. Publicity. They own everything. That would be great. Oh, good God. That would God. be so good for us. I think you that'd and be I, the best thing to ever happen to us. I think you yes. and I have best a thing to ever happen to you. <laughs> uh, I want to apologize. Um, if if in any way you're like, wow, did you just spend the first 10 minutes of a podcast letting a guy scream about Disney? But the answer is, that was great. And we feel better. And I think that's what matters. You know what would make you feel better? Backbone bourbon. Incredible, incredible bourbon that you must have in your liquor cabinet and take with you and sneak into Disney at all times. You got the, you got the prime, you got the uncut, you got the bone dry gin, and of course, oh my God, he is fuming. He is we're not done with this story. You've got the bone snapper eye. Would a little bone snapper eye taking the edge off there in Disney? You think that would have been good? You think oh, that- I, I love bone snapper eye. But if Disney were responsible for getting me a bone snapper eye, it would be a $34 shot. First of all, and you'd pay every penny of it. That's how much it's worth it. You don't even have to spend that much. BackboneBourbon.com. The holidays call for Backbone Bourbon. You've got to check it out for yourself. Incredible products. BackboneBourbon.com. Who's angrier? April D. Gregory. Would it be Fingers Malloy from his Disney trip, or is it this reporter who got slapped in the ass? Oh. She is a reporter down in Georgia. It's the Savannah Bridge 10K, right? Which is something I have never run, and I will never run. I don't run anything with a K after it. And she's reporting from it as the joggers are going by, the marathoners, whatever they call them, are going by, and people are screaming into the camera and being a little silly. And the next thing you know, she must be all of 24, She's, I mean, she's a young, young woman. Somebody comes by. This guy comes by, slaps her in the ass. And she, the look on her oh, face yeah. is like, did that, did that just happen? Did that just happen to me? Turns out the, the marathon people, whatever you call them, found out who it was. They banned him from running in the race. I had made the argument on air that on the, on the radio show that I, I'm not condoning the dude. It's a ridiculous thing to do. But I, I'm saying that there was the camera. People were yelling and screaming to the camera. He got himself carried away. He didn't even know who he was hitting. He didn't know if it was male or female or anything else. And he hit her. Oh, stop it I'm, right now. I'm not stop condoning it. You don't know. No, no. There's not no way you think that. You don't just walk up and smack a random... I agree with that, though. He knew exactly what he was doing. And if you're 50 whatever age years old that he is, and you're treating a woman like that, no. This is the crap we expect from 22-year-old frat boys who are drunk at a party. Not the crap we expect. Not that they should do it then. But no. (laughs) If this is what he's doing on TV, he's doing this on TV. What's he doing off TV? Well, no, I don't, th- I don't think it's a question of what he's doing off TV. I, and by m- my executive producer was like, yeah, Tony, you're, 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 you're overthinking it. Yeah, he you're saw the chick. It. it was like, this would be funny, and he's a yeah. schmuck. That's what he did. You see a little tiny person uh, at, at, with a TV camera in front of them, you know it's a chick. Like, he knew exactly what he was doing, and the fact that he thought it was funny and did it anyway. It, it appears absurd. as though Twitter found out who this guy was, and that's what got the marathon people tipped off mm-hmm. because somehow along the line they found a photo of him with his bib on. But as he's running by in the video footage, not only does he goose her, give her a little love tap on the butt, he looks into the camera almost like he... No! Oh, yeah. He's running. He doesn't break stride. But he leans in, gives her a little little tap there, a little smack, and he kind of... of, uh, Gives a Zoolander look. Well, into so he the, gets his face in there too. Yeah, yeah really, like everybody, really ugh. smart move on this guy's part because now he has been 
outed on social media. So I, you know, people are already I, I'm seeing on social media they they found out where he worked. They got his LinkedIn account. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're writing his uh, the See, company he works but for. That's, that none of that should happen. No, abs- he, you're wrong. No, allow me, allow me to be perfectly clear. I, that in, person's in, not in, in, in a me. thought. What he did was too daft for words, and she may have a case against him. He has to lose his job and not feed his family because for a second he was a schmuck? That's insane. I can't get down with that. No, if I'm an employer, I'm not hiring somebody who's going to act that that much of a jackass. I'm not. That tells me about your person. That tells me enough about who you are that I don't want you working for me. So it's one strike and And especially because he's also a youth pastor. He's definitely losing that job. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he works for like a tobacco, smuggles tobacco company, and he's a youth pastor. <gasps> this smarmy dude does I not deserve a job, that. and I'm sorry that they're, the kids have that bad of a dad. Oh, he's going now. He's going to get fired from the youth pastor job. That much is happening. Oh, so now, now you see, you see what happens when you hang around smart people. Now the story takes a whole turn. Then it's far more worse. I was trying to find someone to be like, you know what, this is schmuckish, and you're going to deal with the consequences. But it's not like the end of the world stuff because I just can't, I cannot get down with cancel this culture is- at all. Youth yeah. pastor, you know, you're supposed to know better. Would you have allowed that from the kids no, but here's the thing. that you're pastoring? Every man should know better. Every human should know better. It does. It, you shouldn't have to you be a youth pastor. Just right. No, I agree. You, you don't run up and hit somebody. But yeah, I mean, this—it's technically assault. I mean, he literally oh, hit her. I think she's got a case. Yeah. Well, here's the deal, and this is where I thought you were going with it, Tony, and I can agree with you that this unfortunately happens all the time, and the guy should be called out on it. The fact that how somehow it will may result in him losing his job because it was at uh, running a 5K versus Saturday night at Ike and Jonesy's at a bar, you know, uh, it, it's a little bizarre that that's the way the world works. I don't want him to I, lose his job. No, no, that says enough about him. If your judgment is no. so horrible that you're going to go on live television and smack some woman on the butt on live television, that tells me all I need to know about who you are and your your judgment and your character. I don't want someone that bad of judgment working for me. I mean, how many times does that happen to you on a Saturday night when a you're ton. in a bar? And it's not right, but if you do it on live television... You get what you deserve. That's part of how stupid this was. He did it on television. What did he think was going to happen? He leaned into the camera. He leaned into the camera. He didn't break stride. It was wild. It was like he got his head around her, gave her a good smack, and like he had sunglasses on. I don't know. I, 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 I'm I, again not condoning a thing, and that, and I haven't. It's the idea of I don't know this dude at all. I don't know if he's got a family or whatever. One moment of schmuck. And his whole life is over. I don't know what to do. I with don't that. think this is the first time he's ever been a schmuck. He's been a well, schmuck no, no, for a long time. So it's finally you're, caught you're, up you're, to him. You're 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 inventing something. You're strong. Not inventing anything. You're strong. If this that is what one, you do on television, I just don't know how a brain works like that for someone to be running in a 5K and think, oh, you know what would be fun? When you see that reporter's face, did you not think she was going to run after that guy and hit him with the microphone? Oh, it would have been great. Now, that would have been good TV. Right. No, he would have liked it. So it's oh, good she- thing she didn't. Oh, now, wow. he's, now he's got a fetish. Now there's a yeah. thing. By the way, what's wrong with that? People like what they like. That's fine. In a consenting relationship. So, weird fetish. <laughs> this was not a relationship no. that I consent. <laughs> have you met anybody in ra- radio that liked to be beaten with a microphone? In, in ra- I don't talk to people in radio. I find that, I find that better. I find that better for all the all the forces involved. I am curious to see if this guy loses his job. I am very curious to see if it happens. But I didn't know about the youth pastor part. That part is over. See, see that part. I agree mm-hmm. is over mm-hmm. and done and finished. I just don't like the idea. Uh, of yeah, one I don't bit like it either. Them. But if your judgment is so bad that you're going to do that on television. Jeez, if get away. If you have a DUI, should get you lose your job? Me. If you get a DUI on your time, should you lose your job? Mm. And, that's, and, and that's my argument. And that's my argument. That it's, I'm not condoning. I'm saying stupid. I'm saying he's got to deal with the consequences. My argument is I don't want to end lives. I'm tired of ending lives. That's, and by the way, that could just totally be my problem. That could be my, my issue. Mm-hmm. I am not saying that, oh, well, what's the big deal? No part of me is saying that. Right. Not a one. Um, it's time to place our bets, everybody. Everybody has to place your bets 
impeachment is coming. They, they, they've all decided. They've all got this down. But I had a, I had a series of questions and, and fingers in April. Um, uh, he, here we are. We're, we're all placing our bets right now. Uh, I, there are three questions. Number one, they, they will bring the articles of impeachment against President Trump. First question, will they vote for it? Fingers Malloy. Yes. April D. Gregory. Yes. The answer, the answer is yes. They will vote for it. Uh, side uh, bet, will there be any Democrats that vote against it? Fingers Malloy. Yes. April yes. D. Gregory. Yes. Ooh. You have to. You, they, they have to. All three of us. Some now, of them have to, yeah. I, there are, there is a, a member of Congress by the name of Jim Banks, who's from the Indiana 3rd, who, think, who has said, actually not thinks, that he said uh, that there are Democrats actually pushing for more articles to come out so they can vote against some of the articles. They want things to vote against so they can take it back to their home districts. So mm. we're all on the record that they're going to vote for it. Will the Senate remove, because then it moves to a trial, of course, in the Senate. It'll be uh, the senators are the jury and uh, the chief justice, John Roberts, he presides. Will the Senate vote to remove? You need two-thirds. You need 67 senators to remove uh, the president. Will they vote to remove Fingers Malloy? Of course not. That's, that's a no right there, April D. Gregory. No. That is also a no from April D. Gregory and a no from me. He is not getting removed from office at all. So we know we're going to have impeachment, and then we know he's not going to be removed from office, which brings us to the final question, the big question. Will it change anyone's vote in November? <laughs> Fingers Malloy. Oh, you're thinking. I think Are that you still thinking about Disney? I think, no. How would the people in Disney vote? They don't I, vote. They don't vote. <laughs> I hope they don't vote. I think it goes to motivation. Motivating bases. Uh, if, you, if you vote no and you're a Democrat, will your base in that district stay home? If you... Uh, I, I, I think that is what it comes down to. I don't know because we're going to be so far out... I think by the time the election hits, it all depends on how fast this trial is. Uh, but th th to me, I don't think this is going to be like an Obamacare vote. Um, right. I, I don't think that you're going to have oh, a bunch no. of. I don't think there's you're going to no have. Middle, there's no in, in, in the middle of the night thing. This is all in the. You know, there are senators who actually want to see if they can do private ballot. Oh, yeah. They think they'll get Republicans to vote for it if nobody knows who they are. They're, that's not the rule. Impeachment is in the open. The senators have to be there for the entirety of the hearings. They have to hear it all. No, what I mean by that is in the House, I don't think people are, are going to hold the impeachment vote against Democrats in red districts quite as much as they did with the Obamacare vote. I mean, it, it's, the Obamacare mm -hmm. vote flipped the House. I don't know if people are going to be that angry about impeachment at the end of next year. I think that it's going to be done and over with, and they're going to put this to bed, and five, ten years from now, the whole thing may be forgotten. I mean, how many people talk about Clinton's impeachment? Oh, well, me, very often. Okay, but <laughs> people on the street. People on the street. I just don't know if it's going to be a needle mover next year in those independent districts. I, I, I maybe it so will. So this is a long way to, to answer a yes or no question. Oh, what was the question again? <laughs> will it change anyone's no. vote in November? That's a no. April D. Gregory, will it change anyone's vote in November? Uh, mm, potentially, yes, it could. Uh. It, it, I mean, it, it certainly is going to be about motivation, like Fingers was pointing at, uh, firing up the base. It's going to bring out uh, the base of each party. Yes, it'll bring them out. It'll keep them fired up. But the independents who are maybe swing voters or whatever, you know, if, if, if you voted for impeachment and there's someone who thinks that was just ridiculous, they're going to maybe not vote for you or they're not going to vote at all. Or if your opponent uses your vote in, on impeachment to their advantage... Um, whichever way you voted. Yeah, you're both insane and overthinking of it. 2%. 2% of people are going to change their minds. Everybody else has already got their mind well, made up. Are we done. talking about 
voting for Trump, or are we talking about the people who are voting in the districts? I, that's what, that's why I don't know where we're going. Oh, I was here. talking about voting for Trump. Oh, no, no. Going, oh no, yeah. I was going with the, uh, the the people who are voting in the House, whether their vote was. Oh, whether it's going to change. Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, there's then then it's all bets are off. I was I was. Oh talking Trump. About oh God Trump. No. God no. I was talking about solely and exclusively. No, Trump. I mean he's going to win next year. I mean he's he's going to win twenty twenty no matter as what. Long as long especially the, if they impeach him, he, he's going to win. If the economy doesn't crap the bed, he's going to be reelected. The well, yeah, right. And that's part of the problem. The economy is doing very very well. The unemployment number is three point five percent. The jobs number was two hundred sixty six thousand jobs with estimates of one hundred eighty. 41,000 of those jobs are GM workers coming back. So you're still 220 over 180, which is terrible for blood pressure, but fantastic <laughs> for reality versus estimates on jobs. Um, and then you've got a labor force participation rate. Who's involved in the, in the workforce? That's absolutely positively through the roof. But there's an interesting number I wanted to get to. It's out of Pennsylvania. We talk about people changing their opinion. Uh, a group called Morning Call did a poll. And this poll was end of October. And they found that 51% of respondents supported the impeachment inquiry. But when it came to actual removal, 49% were in favor, 48% were opposed. So the inquiry is just looking into it. When it comes to removal, they still don't cross 50% in in wanting him removed. And the bigger number that I took from it, which, listen, the poll is a bit bunk because there's a margin of error of 6%. And any time you're over five, as far as I'm concerned, the poll is worthless. You don't, don't even put it out. But the part that I thought was interesting, only 2% would consider changing their opinion. Mm. That's, that, I think that's the one that is like, you know what? You could take that number and, and put it across any spectrum. That's where people are. No one's, This hasn't moved anybody's mind. Hasn't changed anybody's mind. And, and I would argue, by the way, I don't think they have a case. If they had gone for censure against Trump, they could have gotten 17 Republicans to come on board. They could have gotten Republicans everywhere to come on board in the Senate and in the House. And, uh, and, and they decided to go with this. And I don't think they have it. Because censure wasn't good enough. The, the political base of the Democratic Party wouldn't have stood for it. They had been fed impeachment by some people before he was even inaugurated. There was talk of impeachment. So I don't think that you're going to find people who have changed their mind because people on the right are going to say to themselves, Democrats have wanted this guy impeached for two and a half years. They were just looking for something. And Democrats have wanted him impeached for over two years. So there isn't going to be a lot of movement. You are absolutely right. And that they keep talking about, Pelosi keeps talking about how this is about patriotism and heavy heart. I don't know. I, I, never mind your politics. I don't know who she's trying to grab. I don't know who she thinks she's going to get with that talk. Who would believe her? Who would actually believe Nancy Pelosi on that subject? That, you know, it's, it's, it's about, you know, the, the country, this impeachment conversation. Well, she has to say something because she never wanted any of this in the first place. She was smart enough to know none of this should have happened. And that's why she staved it off for three years. But when you've got the the crazies of the left you know the liberals the progressives the aocs and they're rallying up their base and they're rallying up the media and the media is rallying up their base and you've got all these people that want impeachment and you have to have impeachment and nancy is no longer control of the democrat voters so she has to she had to do this and then she has to say this stupid crap like she's saying just to she sound did, like she's she did get forced into there it. She knows this is a bad idea. She didn't want any part of this. Mm-hmm. Dragged into this kicking and screaming because she doesn't control the party at all. She doesn't control the most progressive parts of it. Uh, and the, that's the party they built. I mean, they, this is the monster. She, she's Dr. Frankenstein. The party is the monster, and she built it. When Obama says to people, hey, you, you, need, to, you need to calm down. You need to be, you know, be thinking a little bit more clearly. He created this thing. He did he this it. thing. He did and, build it. Yeah, he did build that. 100%. <laughs> By the way, where are we with the uh, with the Nika coffee malt whiskey? It's good review? on a rock. Um, I don't know if it's water enough down enough down for me to try it again. I am. Uh, I got to tell you, it's the, the butterscotch is definitely definitely there. Um, it doesn't offer enough for me to feel good about it. Not eighty dollars a bottle. There's 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 nothing I can grab onto. There's nothing I can connect with and be like you know what i'm glad i'm having this even if it's not for me right there's just it, it's it's maybe there are flavors there that i just can't my my palate can't work 
there's nothing to grab onto with this. This is a very unexciting, unexciting whiskey for sure. Is there a little Galliano to this? So, I don't know. You want to make a Harvey Wallbanger out of it and get back to me? I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you there's a Galliano. Have you ever had Galliano there? April? I don't know. The big tall bottle that's always at the bar, and you're like, what's that for? There's only one drink in the world made with it. It's a Harvey Wallbanger. You'd have to be my father to think you should get a Galliano on the rocks, as if somehow <laughs> that, makes you, that makes you special. Oh, please. Please, please, please. The man used to drink. Um, there was always dry sack sherry in the house, and there was a, a cherry Swiss. Cherry, it was a big white bottle, phallic-y looking thing with this odd kind of top that looked, you know, look, looked like a sex toy. And, uh, and oh, oh, they, oh, my mother and father with their cherry Swiss. No, seriously, that's what the bottle looked like. You can actually buy the bottle on eBay. You can buy, and you can buy it at Adam and Eve. True story. <laughs> That's a true story right there. Let's get into the smoke. <laughs> if you don't, if you don't mind, right here it is. Eat, drink, smoke. After all, and this. So I'm a huge fan of Drew Estate, I, and I know some people like to play that they're overplayed. I have heard that before in my life. As my light goes out, my cigar went out. I just lit it. Did not light it enough. Uh, I'm a fan of Drew Estates. Uh, the the uh, Ratzilla, the Feral Flying Pig are spectacular smokes to me. I am a crazed fan of Crowned Heads. I think what they do is exceptional. Uh, the J.D. Howard, um, uh, uh, the Headley Grange to a lesser extent, four kicks is tremendous. Uh, they came together. Willie Herrera of Drew Estate, John Huber of Crowned Heads. And this is the La Coalition. By Crown Heads and Drew Estates. Uh, this right here is uh, the, the Toro in size. So we're talking about a uh, six by 52. Six refers to six inches long. Tee And thank you. Thank you so much. And then uh, things never change. Um, 52 is the ring gauge. And it refers to uh, how thick around it is. Tee Absolutely in love. This is a Connecticut broadband. Uh, on broadband. Can I get broadleaf? <laughs> uh, you get good broadband in Connecticut. Yeah, oh, they, they have nothing but the best broadband. Uh, on the wrapper, this is Nicaraguan by nature. The filler is Dominican and Nicaraguan. The binder is a Sumatra. It's going to have some sweetness uh, to it. Almost, they describe it some places as a raisin sweetness. I'm not sure if I can pick that note out, but it's going to have also some earth and some coffee. The things that I love in a cigar, those rich kind of feelings. And coffee coffee doesn't always have to be rich. Coffee, you know, often can go acidic, almost can go flowery uh, in, in, in a way. It is a beautiful dark brown wrapper. It feels in the hand wonderful. And I, I admit, I'm a fanboy. I really am. I, Crown Heads to me is as underrated as the day is long. Drew Estates on some subjects I think is overrated, but what they put out with the Undercrown series and everything else, it's just, and I, yeah, the Ratzilla is just, to me, spectacular. Hold on, puff in here. You talk. I got puff. Well, <laughs> listen, it, uh, what I like about this is there's a, a little bit of spice to it, uh, and for me, the price point we're talking about twelve dollars a stick. Yeah, Ten that's to twelve. The, yeah, that's more in my ballpark. Now we're talking. I will tell you, I was I was here over the weekend at Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana, and I love Blend. I love coming. It's great, relaxed, such a, such the classic cigar lounge with such an upscale feel to it. It's it's what I enjoy. And don't get me wrong, I love a good old classic cigar lounge neighborhood place. There's a different. There are reasons for everything. Uh, and I got a, uh, I, I I got an opus. No, no, I'm sorry. It was it was an Arturo Fuente Don Carlos. Ooh. And nope. No. Not not at forty bucks. Hmm. Not at forty bucks. There wasn't for me. It wasn't there. Now that doesn't mean that there's not somebody right now screaming at this podcast saying, "Cats, you schmuck, you know nothing," because I'm willing to bet you my mother's listening. <laughs> but it's it's true. Some things just don't work, and sometimes you it's you you you're you're taking the cigar, you're taking a look at the dollars, and you're like, "Yep, I can't justify that. I can't." It, it's I, the enjoyment goes away. 
Right. I mean, you could buy it for $40, yes, but like not everything has that much value. So you're saying it doesn't have the value of what I would want $40 to have. It looks like you're having trouble with it. I, I am, and I'm not sure what's going on while I'm smoking this thing. I, I also like- had a problem the other day. So it, it could be just me. Uh, it could be just I didn't get enough burn on the top to even it out. I'm going to see. Remember, heat rises. So if you ever find that your cigar is burning only on one side, turn it around. Just literally turn it a, f- a full 180. Heat rises. And so you want that heat to go to the top. And you do want to spin your cigar. I always find that to keep it even all the way around. It's upsetting when it doesn't burn evenly. And you're certainly not getting what, what the, the blender's intended. When you smoke it as a cigar, though, this is strong. This is, to me, in that in that medium full uh, kind of style. I I enjoy this. is very very nice. I'm looking forward to seeing where this is in the second third. Did I tell you that uh, I may be getting my hands on some Cuban cigars here in a few weeks? Is that because you know a guy, or is that? Did you meet somebody in Disney World? I'm going to Canada. I think. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Why are you going to Canada? Uh, there's a casino there I want to go to. Of course there is. <laughs> I'm done with all the casinos in the U.S. Right. Bring Making our way to Canada. Canada. Uh, yeah, so I will let you know, kids. Uh, kids being Tony and April, if See, you want me to bring I'm it back not, to Cuban. There are only a couple of Cuban things that I'm even remotely interested in. And the thing that I'm most interested in is the Cohiba Bahike. B-E-H-I-K-E. It's supposed to be the best cigar in the world. I want to find out for sure. But I don't. I mean, if you bring me back uh, a Monte Cristo, you bring me back a Romeo Lieta, thank you. I'm going to enjoy it. I'll, I'll buy it, sure, and, and to have it. But in terms of what I want out of, out of a Cuban, the, so Cuban seeds got taken out of Cuban and got planted everywhere. And what people are doing today with, with, with blends and things, there's just brilliant work going on. And I don't know if I'm so sold on the idea that I should take this back. I am absolutely not sold on the idea that it's got to be a Cuban to be good. I'm not at all. Well, it's just like the the scarcity creates demand type thing, right? Like, so that's just the buzz about Cubans. It's probably at this point where we have all these other good things, like you're saying, is because you can't get it here, right? So... That's why it's like, oh, a Cuban cigar. I think, I think it is. When there, really, there's certainly a mystique thing. There's Absolutely. so many good cigars. There like are if, a if ton. you think, if someone does the, the old-fashioned Pepsi challenge with you, I mean, do you, do you think that people who are really into cigars could spot a Cuban versus... Yes. Yes? Oh, I, there are people... I was having this conversation earlier. Listen, I think I have a pretty fair palate. I think I have a pretty good palate. Um, I don't get into as detailed of cigar reviews here as maybe cigar podcasts, right? It's, it's more of just a enjoyment, more of the basics uh, kind of stuff and, and how we describe things and how we go over things. Uh, but I've got a fair palate. There are you're people. dumbing it down for us is what you're saying? No, no, no. It's just, it's <laughs> just I, don't, I don't think I want to get that wonky. <laughs> I think that's basically it. Like, like I, I guess we could. We could go much deeper into things and construction and build and all that kind of stuff. I don't know if that's necessarily what I want to do for the podcast. Maybe if there's an interest, let us know. Twitter at Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy. Let us know. If, that, if you want that, we can start you know, going down those kinds of roads that people be into that kind of thing. Happy to kind of dig in. Um, but there are people out there with way better palates than me. And they can pick it out. They know what it is they're smoking. And they can tell you where it's from. 100, 150%. 150%. They can tell you where it's. It's like with wine, I can't. I can't do it, but I know plenty of people. We know plenty of people who can who can clearly pick it out. They know what's going on the minute they they, they take a sip. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I, th- I think that there are people who can tell you, oh, that's a Cuban, or oh, that's a this, or that's that, or that's from this region, or that region. A hundred percent, a hundred, no doubt about it. There are also people who can tell you about the importance of eating meat. The best story <laughs> to come out of America in 2019 is the story of this vegan influencer by the name of Elise Parker. Have you ever heard of her, April D? I you're, you're a crunchy. I, well, I'm a crunchy, and I'm very into influencers. So, But you don't know who she is. I did not know who she was. A vegan I, influencer. I got to tell you, when I was growing up, my mom used to ask me what I wanted to be when I grow up. I, I always said vegan influencer. Did you? Yeah, all the time. That's where the money's at. You get some fine groupies too. So let me ask you a question. What happened? 
What happened? You were a boy with a dream. What? What? What's going on? Well, the problem I, I was meat. YouTube hadn't been vid- invented yet, so yes. the whole like I'm going to be an influencer thing was kind of hard without YouTube. Here's the story. Or Instagram. She was not feeling well. Our vegan influencer. She was having health problems. As she said, her fair share of health struggles eventually reached a breaking point where I was willing to try anything to function properly again. So she said, screw it. I'm going to try the carnivore diet. The carnivore diet, people only allow themselves to eat meat and animal products. Eggs, dairy, I assume cheese falls in, into that category. Because remember, ve- vegans different than vegetarians. Uh, the, uh, the, the vegans, they don't, eat any, they don't eat anything with an animal byproduct at all. So she starts eating meat. She was four and a half years a vegan. She decided uh, to try the carnivore diet. She saw friends trying the carnivore diet. The next thing you know, she starts feeling great. I swallowed my pride and decided I'd give it a shot. Full on carnivore. I woke up the next morning feeling more mentally clear, focused, wholesome, and healthy than I had felt in years. Ball game. Now, by the way, she could be making this all up just to get viewers or followers. This could all be a scam for all I know. But I'm telling you that it's, I think this is absolutely true. And I think vegans are, abs- they, there's no way they're happy. No way at all are they happy. You don't believe April D. Gregory? First of all, if you're basing your happiness on food, there's a problem how it makes you feel so that could have a lot to do with happiness vegans can be anybody can be happy regardless of what you regardless of what you eat no but I do think this is crap because I have so many friends who have gone from being a a regular eater to becoming vegan and finding they have more energy that way so I think you're going to find people on either side of the aisle saying the same thing then I want to say for the record it proves a point that I have been trying to make and in our conversations about food I've been trying to make for years. No one knows anything. Everybody is on the grift. And I believe that Scam Pack has a lovely infomercial for us. As you know, Fingers Malloy, the founder and, uh, and uh, chief profiteer of Scam Pack. We started it at the Fingers Malloy Institute of Institutes two years ago. Right. And uh, we have the vegan wing of Scam Pack at the Fingers Malloy Institute of Institutes. Uh, and this person was one of our influencers, and sadly, we had to kick her out. But if I want to be influenced by uh, the Institute of Institutes and, and the vegan wing of Scam Pack, how much will it cost me? Uh, cool five Gs. That's what they oh. say that on, the, on the streets, wow. five Gs. It used to just be $3 a month. <laughs> Things went up. Well, hey. No one but, knows anything. Okay. They don't. What's good for you might not be good for some. Um, I just did the, the theme of different strokes, <laughs> is, is what just happened to me. But it's true. People don't know. I don't eat bread. I don't eat pasta. I don't eat that stuff. Why? That's what it I want to know, me. is what was her diet beforehand? If she was a vegan, but she was eating bread and pasta, guess what? Yeah, she was probably having health problems, if that's what her diet was. Then you go to all meat, which has none of the wheat and the gluten and the things that cause people digestive issues then yeah, she's probably feeling better. So I don't know what, I don't have enough information to know what, what was beforehand, what was now. Uh, and I, but I did look at her a little bit and I'm going to question some of this because she also just changed her last name for no reason other than she didn't like her first last name. But the new one speaks to her. And she oh. also does like <laughs> LSD and hallucination trips. So this girl oh, is not a that's fine. beacon of credibility in my eyes. Is she single? <laughs> no, she has a boyfriend uh, named Drew. Oh, don't, of course don't she worry. does. Please. A name like Drew, he's beatable. You can totally win this, Fingers. Your name is Fingers. His name is Drew. Right? I only know one Drew worth the salt. Everybody else, fat. Wait, hold on. Do I know more than one? I only know two Drews worth their salt. Everybody else, fat. Um, you can absolutely say that there are a lot of other things in there. I think it goes to the bigger point. First of all, it's hilarious because vegans have got to just be all up in arms. It goes to the bigger point that no one knows for you. And I wish doctors were more into this. Let's talk about you. Let's not talk about any food pyramid garbage. Let's not talk about what some, some studies say and therefore you got to follow it. What works for you? What helps you? 
and I and I wish more doctors would like that. I I uh, was having this conversation a bit, you know, uh, last week with you fingers, and it I was feeling miserable. I changed doctors. I wasn't happy with what I was getting. Your doctor is not in charge. You are in charge, and you have to start asking yourself what works for me and what doesn't. And it and the idea that well, you know what. Uh, this is what I eat. Well, why is it what you eat? And does it have to be what you eat? And can't you change that? I go day after day. There are desserts in my home. Because of what I do on radio, sometimes desserts are given. We go out. I've got kids. You know what I eat? Nothing. I don't eat them. Now, I have gotten into keto cheesecake. Hot damn. It's like a, it's like a walnut crust. And it's, it's very... It's, like four carbs a slice and a worthwhile slice, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I've actually made that before at my own home. Have you? We got the spring pan. Yes, it is just terrific. uh, Do the same thing with with maple scones on on, on that style. Why are you looking at me? I'm just. Have you been okay? Giving you a a chance to speak, Tony. April's April is. You've now looked me up and down like three times. Is there anything you'd like to say? I I'm just nothing. I'm just admiring your weight loss. Now that, by the way, thank you very much. Hold See, you glad I noticed, Hold huh? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's, there's a moment happening mm-hmm. between myself and April. That does not come from the low-carb thing. The low-carb, no-carb thing comes from me just feeling better. I can't eat bread. I will explode. It is a painful experience. The weight loss, which I think is at the last check like 17 pounds, the weight loss comes from intermittent fasting. So everybody does it differently. I will tell you my story. and my Because I am the last person in the world to lecture about weight loss. Again, nobody knows anything. Nobody knows anything. You know the show The Biggest Loser? You know that show with Jillian yes. Michaels? I can't stand Jillian Michaels. Because her whole theory is there's some mental block in you that's keeping you from losing this weight. Well, I no. agree with her. Yes, there is. No, yes. there isn't. If there wasn't, more people would be losing weight because everybody's on a diet all the time. The, the the mental block is about a willingness to do a thing. It is not about What's some kind of What's the reason you don't have the will to do it? It's a mental issue. But that, I don't think that's some... It all has to be some weird incident that happened in your life. Maybe I need to be a little more clear about that. It's a, probably a series of incidents, just like every other mental health. So intermittent fasting is about the idea that you have a certain amount of time per day that you eat, a certain amount of time a day that you don't. There comes a moment where you just stop eating. A lot of people do 16-8. They eat for 8 hours, and they fast for 16, making 24 hours in a day. Some people, when they're starting out, do 12-12. and 12. Some people do 14-10. I do, uh, I think it's 14-10. Isn't that what I do? Yes, because of how I, because I wake up so early, I don't start eating until 6 a.m. even though I'm up at 4 a.m. And I stop eating at 4 p.m. Nice. I'm done, right? The, the, what I like about it is that it absolutely has me in control of everything. It isn't about sacrifice. It isn't about only eating kale. It isn't, I have not changed a single thing that I eat what I do is simply say at 4 o'clock, I'm done. Now, if it's 9 p.m., for some reason i got to be up till 11, there's something I'm, I'm working on, and I, and I want something, I'll have something. It's that, A, it's very rare, and B, sometimes I can do it with decaf. Now, the people who are into intermittent fasting will even tell you that that's not okay because what you're stopping, I never pronounce it correctly, autophagy, A-U-T-O-P-H-G-Y. And it's the idea of cell regeneration. And that fasting is very, very good after a certain amount of time for regenerating cells and, and, and building you up in that way. Maybe that's good. Maybe I'm helping myself in that way. I don't know. But in the main, I just stop. That's all I do. Now, I do this Sunday through Thursday. Friday and Saturday, I pay attention to absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. I still don't eat the things that I don't eat. But if that I'm out with the family I'll, I'll, and, and we're, we're out to dinner or I'm out with my wife and it's 7 o'clock, all right, I'll grab something. I'm fine with that. I really am. And it has worked for me in every single regard. Do you do intermittent fasting? Not currently. What about you, Finn? <laughs> <laughs> 
There's a lot of information about how good inter- internet Did you at Disney because everything was $40? Oh, I tell, don't get me started. I had the Dole Whip. Uh, but no. Uh, listen, so much <laughs> of this is genetics, too. I mean, you, you both have seen my diet. You, oh, you're, you're disgusting. Thank you. It's the <laughs> nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Uh, but... I just got. I would buy you dinner right now, but we don't have any convenience store uh, kind of thing. Gas you know? station right across right? the street, Tony. Oh, you're right. Uh, no, I'm I'm overweight. I need to lose probably sixty pounds. I freely admit that. But sixty. Sixty. Uh, Someone's taking it easy. <laughs> but I just had work done recently. Blood pressure, blood work, perfect. Like, I, Isn't that I don't know crazy? what you're. I don't know what you're doing, but keep doing it. I'm like, okay, don't mind if I do. Did your doctor actually say that to yeah. you? Oh, that's the best. Just lose weight. You need to lose weight. But your right. blood work's fine. Your uh, blood pressure's fine. And I eat, on average, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, 10 or 12 uh, Mrs. Freshly's products a week. It's so insane. So when it hits you, it's going to hit you like a ton of bricks. See, but I don't know if it's going to hit them. I don't know if it's going to hit them. But you're a believer in intermittent fasting. Yeah. You think, there's, you think the science behind it is legit. Absolutely. That's how, that's how people used to eat. It didn't... It's not... I would argue that it is a bit hunter-gatherer, right? You ate when you had food, and you didn't eat when you didn't have food. Right. So, so that works. But I don't... I, 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 you're putting down the fork. You're putting down the fork. That's But I help. will tell you that... It allows your body to rest, your, me- your metabolism. Which is a weird thing, right? And something you never think about. Not eating allows your body to rest. When you think about digestion... And how much work it takes. Just take a second to think about what it takes to chew, to swallow, for it to work through your stomach, and then to work its way through. There's a lot of motion and movement and energy that that's taking. And a lot, and a lot of letting you, you, every now and then you shut off your computer, every, you know, you shut off your car. Shutting off your body in that mm-hmm. way isn't the, once you start thinking about it in that way, the whole thing is like, oh, well, that. That makes sense. But it is very much about the control thing. And I've never really tried diets, but the idea of not having control is what I think gets people the most bothered. It's what they cannot do. So take the working out, for example. Now, this is a true story. I used to work out every day before the show for about 30 minutes. But because of the travel and everything else, for the last month, I haven't. I haven't. I'm still losing weight. I'm still doing it. There's a whole theory that you don't actually have to work out. Your body wants to find its ideal weight. Now, some people are bigger than others, and some people are going to weigh more than others, and that's all good and fine. But, like, your body wants to find it. It wants to be in, in that place. I will tell you that I was in a place where I'm buying double extra large shirts and things were tight. Um, I was up to a 52 regular in my suit coat. And literally, you, there comes a moment where you weigh so much, your pants don't fit right. They keep kind of like slipping off because it's just, that, that's all done. I'm two notches up on, on a belt and, and the rest. I don't think I'm going to lose 100 pounds and I wouldn't want to lose 100 pounds. I would say another 17, you know. I mean, I mean just so we're, we're understand numbers, I was at 280. 280. That's, that's, that's big. For me, that's that's big. I'm I'm five eight, five nine, you know, on, on, on a good day, six four, and, <laughs> and and so every everything now fits. Every bit of clothing now fits, and I know that it's working because April actually looked at me twice. Was like, "What's going mm-hmm. on? What's go-? she didn't she did not make that. That is solely solely for podcast. Luckily for her, there's a Fanimation fan cooling her down. Oh, thank God from my from my hotness. And if you haven't checked out Fanimation, our fantastic sponsor. You should, because these ceiling fans are amazing. For your home, for your office, whisper quiet motors, totally customizable. So if you want to really pull your room together, you want that accent piece for your living room or for your family room, Fanimation is where you go, Fanimation.com. And they are built just extraordinarily well and so many options. They're, they're absolutely gorgeous. At Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis or in Nashville or in Houston or in Pittsburgh, they're all Fanimation fans. And if they can move the air around a cigar lounge, they're going to move the air around your house. Check them out. Fanimation.com. Tell them you heard about it here on the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. Fanimation.com. If you haven't subscribed, subscribers growing all because of you. 
on Apple Podcasts, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Make sure you get that done as well. Subscribe on the podcast, Eat, Drink, Smoke. And next week, next week, it will be our best of 2019. Very our, our best bourbon, our favorite bourbons, our favorite cigars of 2019. Cannot wait to have that happen. I want to get back to this, April, because my question for you is you are a believer that people will find their weight that you don't actually have to work out. Now, I like I like the feeling of working out, but you don't have to work out to lose weight. That's your theory. Oh, you don't. You don't have to. It's mostly about what you eat. I mean, it's like 80 to 90% of losing weight is about what you eat. Well, then why are they always telling me I have to work out to be healthy? Because the doctors just say that crap. They don't know any of this. They don't study they don't study nutrition. They're still going off their medical school books from 1980. They don't keep up with this crap. You sound like fingers all at Disney. this new information we have at our all of our fingertips. You know, listening to your doctor giving you bad advice year after year after year is silly. But I will tell. I mean, I did change doctors. And look, I mean, the aerobic exercise, the cardio is good for your heart. Yeah. Yes. But uh, so it, it, there's a and and I and I always but feel better when lose I lift because I feel I feel stronger. But no, the, this has been uh, the weight loss thing. Now you fingers have tried. What was the last thing you were trying? It was like for all three days. You were keto? Were you keto for three uh, days? No, I do Atkins. I don't do the keto thing. Uh, and I keep getting drawn back to Atkins because I, it, you the know results you can do it. are, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I can lose 17 pounds in 10 days on the Atkins diet if I'm disciplined. And, but the problem is after three days, I'll walk by a vending machine and a honey bun will look like, if I were a crack addict, a five-pound block so of crack. So why don't you buy the Atkins like bar? The thing that I, I do snack on, not after four, but I do snack on, uh, and it's from Atkins, uh, the, the the chocolate nut brownie, I, I, uh, the peanut butter cup. They're great, but I feel like it sabotages what's going on. If I just stick to strict Atkins... I will lose. I mean, it melts off. I'll lose three pounds in a day. Why does it? Why is it sabotage to allow yourself something a sweet to make you feel good? Why is that sabotage? Because once I'm on a roll and I'm losing two pounds a day, and I know it's not healthy, so you don't have to start. No, tweeting it's fine. Me. I, uh, I would never tell you that's not healthy. Uh, it will. I I will plateau as soon as I stuff one of those things in my mouth. If I, you know, I used to like getting the, the low carb ice cream, the right. Carb Smart, mm-hmm. and I and I would do that. And I, I would just stop losing weight. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, but that's better than getting that honey bun. Well, what I try to do is do Atkins friendly stuff. For instance, you can get diet root beer and add a whole whipping cream, and it tastes like a root beer float, and it, oh. there's no carbs. Uh, but it's sticking to it—that's the problem. I just—I—I mm-hmm. I, I, I have an emotional relationship with food. I eat my feelings, oh, Tony. You know I'm like Oprah. You know what I just said? Okay. Oh yeah, it's a mental block. That's, that's what just is. what I said, wasn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 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 I've no, no, no. had a day when this podcast is over. The amount of food that is going to be shoveled in my face and bad food too. I may stop on the way home at a grocery store and get a whole Pepperidge Farms coconut cake and just feast. Don't. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> I, just, I would like to see you next week. Hey, the doctor said keep doing what you're oh doing. Oh my god! And you've got a bad doctor. If he's let, if he knows you're eating that crap. Well, I don't tell him everything. You tell your doctor everything. Who tells your doctor everything? Mm. I do. Oh, look at you. I do. I do tell my doctor. Aren't you something? No, it's just I I, I don't have any time not to be honest. I got to get the I got to figure this thing out. In his defense, most doctors don't care about everything about you. They've got quotas to meet. See, this is why you found a doctor that you can. Yeah. And I wouldn't put up with that either. Just like you're saying, I wouldn't put up with that. I want to know what's going on with me. I want to know. I I personally have done every diet in the book, not in the book. But I've done everything that I know has worked in the past for the past four years, and I still cannot lose weight. So my doctor has ran all these tests and tests and tests, and we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of why nothing, no exercise, no whatever else works for me to lose weight. So we're getting into the hormone. Like, okay, this these hormones this are off. Real, by the way. Things are imbalanced hormonally, and what can we do, what supplements, whatever, to get things to where they are? Because tr- cortisol is being triggered and in messed in with other, everything. In every way, you are 100% right. And the people who aren't like going down these roads are nuts. Of course, you should be checking into these things. You should be checking yourself at, for lack of a better word, that cellular level. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. Because and regular doctors don't do that. They're like, oh, your, your blood works fine. Well, clearly something's wrong. <laughs> it's about it's wow. about being in control of, of your life. It really and truly is. Yeah. And what the only thing intermittent fasting has done me to do, allowed me to do is to be in control of the thing as opposed to the thing controlling me. Being a slave to the system, right? That's the that's the part that when I when I I never did diets, but when I think about everything else, I was being a slave to what I was told works. And when that was failing me, I started asking myself, okay, no one knows what they're doing. Try it. Mm-hmm. Tim Ferris, man. Four hour body, four hour work week. The idea of utilizing yourself as the experimentation, absolutely. Love it. You know what I appreciate most about this discussion, and, and I'm very happy for your success uh, with losing weight, is you're not calling it your fitness journey. If I hear one more person <laughs> talk about their fitness journey, and it's Jillian Michaels and that crappy you're show. You're so triggered. Oh, my God. Oh, my fitness, fitness journey started. It's not a freaking journey. You put down the damn yeah, fork. Get I over think, yourself. Well, I think there's also, I think we need to separate fitness and health. They're not the same thing. And weight loss, weight loss and fitness, weight loss and health, that's not the same thing. You can do a diet for weight loss or you can exercise to be healthy. You can do both. But it's not But a being skinny does not make you healthy. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Usually. Oh, it there are a lot of people who are on meth right around Being that. healthy, <laughs> being healthy, just like Fingers Malloy, who is apparently, does not also mean you're skinny. So. Where are we on the cigar? What do you think? Uh, you know, it's it's good. And, I, you know, it the. The price point. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't mean to sound like uh, a broken record when it comes to this stuff, but if I can find a stick that I enjoy between $10 and $12, I'm going to gravitate toward it. And this is definitely one that I would pick. It would be in my humidor. I think the second third is better than the first third. I like the second third a whole lot. The whole coffee thing is starting to really work for me. And there's, it's, it's, uh, there's also a creaminess that is absolutely coming through. I still don't think I would call it raisin. I don't know what that flavor is. I don't know how they come um, out. So. I'm having a difficult time figuring out a flavor profile with this. I mean, there was a little bit of pep- spice. I hate to say pepper, but to me, in the beginning, and it, that subsided as I got in the middle of the cigar. Uh, but I would actually argue for some people this cigar might be a bit overwhelming. Because it, it is it is a big flavor. Mm-hmm. It really is a big flavor. Sometimes it's a big flavor just to tobacco. That's not what I'm getting. I, I, I am interested in, the, in the exploring this coffee note thing a little bit more, this cream a, 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 a little bit more. But it's not cream like a vanilla cream. It's just a... It's just a. It's just a. Okay, fingers left. It's a thickness <laughs> of, of what uh, I'm experiencing. Um, I'm curious what the rest of this does bring. Um, there are times when a cigar is too strong. There are different s- amounts of, of, of full body, for sure. Um, but there's a couple of notes here which I like. Um, there might be, there is definitely a, a tobacco note, but I'm getting more of, of, of that coffee note. And it could be what you could describe as earth. Um, That's a good, that, yeah. almost, that almost dirt kind of, kind of feel, which I will tell you is, is lovely. It, re- it really is. Mixed I, with I the creamy it. kind of. Vibe. I, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it's earthy notes. I would have rather smoked this the other night than the Don Carlos. And and here's the, the, the real truth. It all could have been on what I had to eat that day. Mm. It could have been how I slept. It could have been a million things, which is why you got to A, take notes, and B, go back and try things because you don't know. Are you allowed to smoke this while you're intermittent fasting? Like, as, yeah, I'm smoking as I speak. Oh, okay. I didn't know because people get down on coffee. I didn't know if whatever you know there comes are, from the cigar. I don't know how much nicotine you get from a cigar. If you, had, I plead ignorance. No, when it comes so to that. so so cigars have nicotine by nature, but since you don't inhale a cigar, how do you measure for it? This is one of the arguments with with the FDA when they want to talk about regulating cigars. Uh, how do you regu- how do you even begin to test for the nicotine level uh, ingested by a person who smokes a cigar if you don't inhale the cigar? It doesn't work that way. It's why the FDA needs to exempt cigars on every level, and I'm talking about premium cigars, hand-rolled cigars, even the factory cigars of J.C. Newman or something like that. I'm not talking about the Swisher Sweets. I'm not talking about any of those other kinds of things. They have to be left alone. Um, but as for, you know, some purists could say, oh, if you do that, what you're breaking up is I don't care. I'm, I'm not. Do- I have a result that's solid. I feel like I'm in control of my life. 
And and why would I why would I ever? Why would I ever allow myself to say, Oh my god, I can't have that because the rules say I am the rules. Yeah. I'm the rules. So that's that's the joy. That is the joy. That's Fingers Malloy. Find him at fingersmalloy.com, Facebook.com slash fingers Malloy radio. April D. Gregory on the Twitter box. April D. Gregory is where you, you find her. And then, of course, TonyCats.com, uh, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, Twitter and Instagram, Tony Katz as well. BackboneBourbon.com and Fanimation.com are fantastic sponsors and blend treating us good each and every time as we record right here and subscribe. Apple Podcasts. It's on Stitch. It's on Google Play. You will find Eat, Drink, Smoke anywhere and everywhere. Uh, give it to a friend for Christmas. What a Christmas gift. The Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast. Make sure you have subscribed. This is Eat, Drink, Smoke.